This podcast is made available for free globally. That is only possible through my relationships with advertising partners. If you would like to access an ad-free version of Practical Stoicism, go to stoicismpod.com forward slash members to learn more. I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which from personal experience I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Seed DSO-1 is a daily symbiotic, which is a probiotic and prebiotic formulated to provide benefits for gut immune function and whole body health. I take it every morning before I eat, which is when it works the best, and I have noticed a big difference in my digestion, regularity, and even my skin. It's nice that this benefit comes in a small package that needs no refrigeration and really is just a couple of simple, small pills. You also get this cool little travel vial in case you're traveling, so you don't have to stuff a bunch of loose pills in your pocket, which is nice. It's also nice that this product is so rigorously tested from a scientific perspective, which makes seeds probiotic research, development, and innovation programs a lot more trustworthy. So trust your gut health to Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com forward slash practical and use code 25practical to get 25% off of your first month. That's 25% off of your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com forward slash practical with the code 25 practical. Welcome back to Practical Stoicism. I'm your host, Tanner Campbell. And if you hate ads, it's easy to get rid of them. You can go to stoicismpod.com and click the button in the top right corner of the site to become a premium subscriber and then presto chain show. No more ads. Today, we'll be going over meditation number 11 of book four of the Meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which reads as follows. Consider that everything which happens, happens justly. And if thou observest carefully, thou wilt find it to be so. I do not say only with respect to the continuity of the series of things, but with respect to what is just, and as if it were done by one who assigns to each thing its value. Observe then, as thou hast begun, and whatever thou doest, do it in conjunction with this, the being good, and in the sense in which a man is properly understood to be good. Keep to this in every action. 
I think this boils down to trusting the process or everything happens for a reason, that sort of thing. In Stoicism, there is a phrase, a Latin phrase, amor fati, or love thy fate or love of fate. And a practical modern Stoic has to be careful here, as with many things in the world of philosophy, not to take this at face value and move on, lest they move on with the wrong idea. Amor fati does not mean love evil things, or love good things, or love indifferent things. It means, instead, adopting an attitude of loving what will happen as it happens, not because you think all things which happen are good, but because all things which transform from potential future outcomes to already happening or already happened events are things you can't change and, thus, it is more useful to look upon those things lovingly than scornfully. Tanner, does that mean we should love the Holocaust? Well, there's an extreme example, and of course it doesn't. What it does mean is that we should love our present circumstance, but not love it as in desire it to go on unchanged, rather love it to accept it unconditionally and think of it as ours, our raw material of situations, I suppose. Are we prisoners of war? This is our fate at the moment. Or it can be seen as having been our fate because now it's happening. So what is more powerful? To accept it unconditionally and neuter it of its negative implications and poisoning impact? or to lament it as a wicked and terrible thing that is going to prevent you from ever being happy again. Loving your fate doesn't mean loving everything bad that happens to you. It means neutering the virtue-destroying aspect of both good and bad things, of all indifferences. What you're loving is that this is yours. You own it. You control it. It cannot make you more or less virtuous. It is your plaything, a small bobble that you decide the impact of. So you love it like you would love any opportunity that empowered you. The other side of this is the part that most people mistakenly walk away with. Oh, amor fati means the same as que sera sera. It means not to care. It means whatever will be will be, so just give up caring or trying. Accept all the things that happen to you as completely out of your control, not worth changing, and not worth helping to change for others if those things are happening to others. Amor fati is just giving up. It's nihilism. Gosh, I hate stoicism. What a stupid philosophy. But that's wrong. It does make sense that people would walk away with this because, again, philosophy, and Stoicism isn't immune to this, philosophy is obnoxiously nuanced. It's the nature of philosophy, right? Everything is nitpicking. Everything is nuanced. Everything is context. And most people do not have the time nor inclination to get into the splitting hairs weeds of philosophy when trying to decide how to live their actual lives, their real life lives. So let's see if I can make this a little bit clearer with an analogy. Your beloved pet has died, unexpectedly, run over by a careless driver as you sat helplessly by, unable to do anything. What happens next? A few things. First, you are granted the opportunity to experience emotional loss, which always teaches us something. Second, you are granted the opportunity to grieve and remember the life spent with your best four-legged friend. Third, you are granted the opportunity to experience the process of overcoming and enduring loss. Fourth, eventually, you are given the chance to rescue a beautiful puppy from a local shelter, and you have given this homeless dog a new home and a new life, and that life for that dog is better. 
And this might ring a little bit of everything happens for a reason, right? Because you look at that list of events and you see that ultimately the outcome, if your pet hadn't been run over by a car, you would have never been able to save the life of a shelter dog. And so everything happens for a reason. It might sound a little bit like that. But what this really is, is the idea that everything that happens to us creates new opportunities. And so when we're asked years after something terrible happens to us, would you change anything about your life? Almost all of us come away with some version or rather answer with some version of everything that happened to me made me who I am today. If I changed anything, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I rather like who I am right now. We cannot, therefore, hate our present or future because they are uniquely ours and we own them or in the case of the future, we will come to own them. Fate is what happens to you. And if nothing ever happened to you, then you could never become anything. So then, if you desire to become something, you must love those things which happen to you. Because the fact that things happen to you is the only reason you ever become anything. If you can frame your fate this way, your future, your present, and yeah, you could even frame your past this way, then you can never be anything but grateful for all the things that happen to you. That's what Amor Fati is all about. It is a challenge to get into this mode of thinking, but it's nonetheless incredibly powerful once you are there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Practical Stoicism. If you'd like to get rid of ads, get straight to the content, and support this show, you can do so by going to stoicismpod.com and clicking the big orange button in the top right corner of the site. Another way to support the show is to review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or podchaser.com. Whether you choose to support financially or through a review, I appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode, and until next time, take care. Take care.